Today, we have a rather stimulating parable. Does it mean that just because we are well off in this life, we'll pay for it in the next? If the parable is really part of the good news, we need to uncover just what is it Jesus is saying. Three scenes to my act. One, a look at Luke on possessions and power. Two, what comes out of all this for a Christian vision? And three, what Luke and Jesus might be saying to you and me. First, skim through Luke on possessions and power. When Mary and Joseph offer little Jesus in the temple, their sacrifice is what the law determines for poor people. Jesus begins his ministry by quoting Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Only in Luke does Matthew leave everything when he follows Jesus. Only Luke provides us with the parable of the rich fool constantly storing up goods so that he can eat, drink, and be merry. Luke presents Jesus like an Old Testament prophet who sides with the widow, with the stranger in the land, with those on the margin of society. Luke's early Christian community holds everything in common. No one is in need. What comes out of all this for a Christian vision, especially from today's gospel? First, precisely why is the rich man condemned? It's not because he is rich. He's condemned because he never lifted his eyes and saw Lazarus sitting at his gate. He never met his eyes. The first time he saw him was from Hades. That simple but frightening sentence, he lifted up his eyes and saw Lazarus. One of the most terrifying dangers in possessions is that they threaten us with blindness. I don't see Lazarus and his kind. Some see the poor physically, but like the priests in the gospel parable, they pass by on the other side. A second parable, possessions can isolate people from community. Wealth, of course, but not only financial wealth. Whatever I have, whatever I own is a peril. It's mine and no one else gets near it. The Christian vision, power and possessions are not evil in and of themselves. They are a gift, but a gift to be given. The idea is summed up in the thrilling verse from the first letter of Peter. All Christians should employ the many splendid charisms they have from God for the advantage of one another as good stewards of God's grace. As good stewards of God's grace. This moves me to my third point. What does all of this say to you and me? A steward, the dictionary declares, is one who manages another's property, finances, or other affairs. Everything I administer as a Christian belongs to God. But is there not something that you and I 
actually own? The fruit of your toil, the laser you invented, the dollars you have earned by the sweat of your brow. Is this not our very own? Only in a limited sense. I'm not denying the right to private property. I am saying that I will be called to account for the use I make of all that I have. As a Christian, I can never be completely comfortable as long as one brother or sister cries in vain for bread or justice or love. As a Christian, I must tear from my lips those devastating half-truths. Charity begins at home. Let the shiftless shift for themselves. They are only getting what they deserve. What has all this got to do with possessions? Just about everything. The Catholic community across this country and here at St. Cyril is legendary for its devotion to the downtrodden and the less fortunate. And so I need not lay landmines of guilt under your pews. What I do suggest is increased awareness of all your possessions. I'm not downplaying the importance of the almighty American dollar. I do say that we tend to underrate the riches that reside in the gifts that make us human. I mean our minds, our hearts, and our love. We are surrounded not only by monetary poverty, but by stunted minds and fractured hearts. Before we join Abraham in paradise and share his fun, let's lift up our eyes now. What most of these crucified images of God beg from us is that our eyes meet theirs in understanding and affection, that we don't turn away in dismay or disgust, uncaring or unmoved. Look with love into the eyes of just one poor human, and you may change not only that life, but your own. Lift up your eyes and see. <laughs>